you guys. Welcome back to our very first ever two-parter episode. Last week's was a little short. That's because we put them together. It would have been almost two hours. So this week's going to be a little bit long. We're chatting with Michelle Prentice, who's an astrologer. And last week, you can check out that episode. She walked us through astrology in general, what it's all about, the current astrological weather forecast. And today, she's going to walk us through every single zodiac sign and what it's like to date that person, pros, cons, etc. So listen up. But so yes, let's talk about how astrology relates to dating, which is, of course, what our listeners are interested in. So, of course, this is very broad strokes. It's so, you know, specific to the individual person that you might be reading or, you know, all the different aspects of their chart. But walk us through, if you could, each different sign and sort of like, what that person is like to date and yeah. any, you know, the best you can or positives, anyway, negative, yeah. what to watch out for. I mean, it's hard without who you are too. Exactly. I yeah. But like, you know, yeah, real exactly. broad. You know, broad strokes. I've always like fantasized about doing like a show kind of like queer eye, but just like with all these, like, you know, like, psychics and like astrologers and stuff just to help people find love I <laughs> you know? like that. oh my god pitch it. Like, i was gonna say i'm gonna cut yeah, that part out and just, we're all gonna pitch it yeah <laughs> yeah you guys pitch it okay because yeah. it would be huge right mm-hmm. like you know oh, take dawn totally. you know he's been dating for years and girls ghost him every time you know um so let's do you want to start at the top or yeah i'll start at the top okay so Firstly, right, your astrological chart, as we mentioned earlier, is way more than your sun sign, okay? Mm-hmm. But your sun sign's your hero's journey, so it really does kind of describe what you're here to learn and the general aspects of um, the broad strokes of your life mm-hmm. and, you know, the types of, of traits and, and, and issues and gifts that you're here to embody, so it's important, you know, but it isn't the whole thing. And you really sure. do need to get your chart read. And if you're looking at someone that you know that you're in a relationship and you want to know how to better navigate it, have a relationship reading, it's way better. Because I've found I've done a lot of couple readings and I found that, you know, looking at, you know, someone's sense, like what in traditionally you look at like a man's sun, a woman's moon, or, you know, a dominant person's sun, you know, a, you know, more of a receptive person's moon. It doesn't really matter whether it's male, female, but um, you look at a sun moon um, conjunction uh, in, in a chart and you also look at, you know, how their planets affect the angles of the chart and Venus and Mars. And there's so many different things, but sun sign is fine. You know, you can, you can do a lot with that. Mm-hmm. That being said, there are um, elements and modes of expression in the sign. So there's elements like water, fire, earth, and air. And then there's modes of expression like cardinal, mutable, um, and fixed. And those are like ways that that the energies express themselves. So starting with Aries, Aries is a fire sign, and they're very much like me first, me, 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 just like the energy (laughs) of spring. Um, an Aries person, whether male or female wants to fight for their mate, they want to freaking get on that white horse and like chase after someone. They're very idealistic. A lot of Aries can be quiet too. It's it's not that they're like, they're not necessarily like super chatty, although some can. I find that Aries women, the Aries energy expresses itself in more of a dominant woman than it does in a man. So Aries people are, you know, they're really interested in kind of like running off, uh, you know, on 
you know, kind of like a journey of exploration too. So they want, they want to be like, if you, if you're in love or you're like dating somebody that you know is an Aries, they kind of want to fight for you. So, you know, if you want to play around with it, you know, play hard to get. Mm. Interesting. That's a good Okay. Tip. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah, that's a great Aries Okay. Tip. So, is, wait, you know, girls, decent... boys or whatever, play a little bit hard to get with Aries because they want to win you. Mm-hmm. They and then they also them. want you to see them as, you know, kind of idealized, you know, like the knight in shining armor or what have you. Interesting. So, you know, that's Aries. Aries are very self-centered too, like incredibly. Um, <laughs> my mom used to call them, oh, arrogant Aries assholes, you know, <laughs> and her Triple boyfriend a. was an Aries. So oh, my yeah. mom had labor rising. So also in astrology, your seventh house rules partnerships so often the sign that is on the cusp of your seventh house describes kind of what you want in a partner Mm -hmm. so again get your chart done you know figure that out so um, my mom always liked the arrogant Aries assholes so you know her she and like one of her boyfriends was like like you know maybe 10 years older than I was and um (laughs) way to go mom like the classic Aries like he was just he was so like he used to like do cosplay back before that was even a term you know yeah. and like dress up as Conan the Barbarian it was oh weird oh my god <laughs> oh, what a one to choose I love it and yeah. wait Aaron Aaron has the dates in front of her and I don't but do you want to t- say Aaron what the dates are real quick Air- I'm well, trying to think do I know an Aries did I ever like March, sleep with an Aries yeah March 21st to April 19th is what I have okay okay yep. okay Michelle yep, that's right oh, okay so I can get like, this too so in case you don't know your sun sign oh my god where have you been I know right that's <laughs> I know you're actively trying not to oh but somebody's texting their boyfriend like hey babe real quick what's your birthday <laughs> Yeah, someone's texting the guy they went on three Tinder dates with. Yeah. Like, hey, are they like Facebook stalking them? Oh, totally. No, one of my best what friends is like, I mean, let's mm-hmm. just say like I would never, never, I, I would always look, okay? Yes. I always have. Mm-hmm. I have never not had, oh. like I've always known their chart. I've always Same. done their chart. So one time a guy gave me the wrong, like purposely gave me the wrong birthday <gasps> though. And that's like a whole other story. But. Oh, that's crazy. Because he and it was like that, so like, good with mine that I like dated him. And then I found out it was like a different birthday. <gasps> and it was, long, it was so crazy. He did it because he knew, like he knew that much about astrology that he knew that the one he, the fake birthday he gave you would be like more it, like interesting. He did it hear? because he had a fake ID. He did it because he had a fake ID because he oh was like from God, another so country just, and oh he didn't want God. me to know that the ID was oh fake. Oh my God. So it was just a so coincidental just like <laughs> astrology matchup. That's hilarious. Wow. That's insane. True. True what story. Betrayal. Oh gosh. I love it. Yeah. I was, I was pretty pissed off because you know, I was like doing his chart. I was interested in him, you know, and I'm like, Oh no, 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 no. And he just sat there and listened the whole time. <laughs> Eventually <laughs> the truth came out. Are just words. Like, uh-huh, it doesn't mean uh-huh. anything to uh-huh. me necessarily yeah, feel exactly. we're not together right now no good you shouldn't be you shouldn't be that was a betrayal no like one of my best friends right, is an so, aries i have co-workers my boss is an aries yeah i got i'm surrounded by that you know i really like i really like aries people i think that they have um like in general uh especially with the women you know i really they're really fun mm-hmm. and they have i you know, my, actually my, my best girlfriend is an Aries woman mm-hmm. and she's an artist and she's super creative, but she's completely 100% self-absorbed. She's that friend <laughs> who's like charming and funny, but like everything turns out like you're talking about your problems and it, it all turns around to her. And oh yeah, that reminds me of bubble myself, you know? Yeah. Right, right. So it's pretty funny, but, um, you know, shout out to Aries because you guys are awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, pay attention a little bit to how much you dominate. 
Okay. okay. So, and again, you know, sun signs are, are just one aspect, you know, right. of, of an astrological chart. And they're not necessarily going to describe someone's total overall personality. Like the whole picture. Yeah. And we have to look at everything. Right. But, right. okay. So, Taurus. So, Taurus is a fixed. So, that means that the energy is... And, and by the way, Aries is cardinal, so that's action. So Aries always want to take action. So their uh-huh. first reaction will be to take action. Yeah. So um, <laughs> Taurus is a fixed sign, and it's an earth sign. And um, Tauruses are very uh, sensual. They're very material. So they love the sensual world, the world of the five senses. So you'll often find Taurus people love to eat. They love to listen to music. Taurus, um, also there's a astrological uh, correlation to the body, too. I forgot to mention Aries. Aries rules the head. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Aries are very headstrong. They may have headaches. They have issues sometimes with their head. Taurus rules the throat. So Tauruses are often, like, amazing singers um, or speakers. Uh, but they're very – they can be very slow, sometimes very stubborn um, because they are fixed. Very, very hard to change. So, you know, a Taurus person or any of your planets in Taurus are going to be expressing themselves in a very slow and kind of a fixed way. But again, they're materialists, they're, they're lovers, you know. Um, and right now, the planet Uranus has just moved into Taurus, so all Tauruses are going to be going through a lot of, like, evolutionary change, too. Oh, okay. So over the course of the next seven years, like, the, and Tauruses don't like that, so... Tauruses need to get ready to upgrade themselves to the new the new Taurus, you know, which can be more of an activist and, you know, get out of their rut. Like, you know, whenever I, I talk to Tauruses, I'm like, you're beautiful, you're lovely, and you need to change your routine. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. Because, you know, it's nature, you know, will force you. The universe will force you to grow and to change when you're stuck in a rut. Right. So Tauruses can be slow. So if you're looking at somebody who's a Taurus, um, you're interested in someone who's a Taurus, and they are taking their time, um, don't get scared. They may not be ghosting you. You know, they're just, like, really slow. Okay. All right. Uh, But they're very stable. So Mm -hmm. this is a stable Earth side who's interested in stability. That's what they're here to do is build and produce um, different types of sustainable, stable products. So, um, you know, so tourists, tourists are lovely, you know, they're, they're the great, they're the people that like, also with, with Aries, if you're like thinking about dating in Aries and you want an activity, you want something that's like really energetic and fun, you know, so you want to like get out there and like go to a sports, you know, or, you know, a show or, you know, go do something. Whereas with tourists, like they just kind of like want to hang out. They're the people that like can like Netflix and get a pizza, you know? <laughs> Trying to, yeah, one of my best okay. friends is a is a Taurus, and I feel like I can see this in her right now, mm-hmm. or in like going through a period of sort of having to go into the next phase. All right, I like this. What do we What do we got next? <laughs> yeah, so Gemini is next, and Gemini is an air sign. So um, Gemini is about really about connections and communication. And Gemini is super interested in data, but sometimes has a hard time being cohesive or putting it all together. So okay. Gemini is like the chatty social butterfly. Gemini is like flitting from project to project. Gemini's sign, it, like a uh, symbol is the twins. So they're very dualistic. They're very, you know, 
uh, devil's advocate about stuff, you know. Um, oh, there's not a lot of there's not a lot of belief in Gemini. There's a lot of interest, you know. Okay. So they're interested in everything. They may not believe in a lot. Uh-huh. So that's a difficult thing, you know, sometimes. But well, well um, I think a lot of people tend to think of Gemini as like, or maybe the stereotype, take it very literally as sort of like duplicitous or two-faced or two different, you know, personalities. Is that the case or is that people taking it too literally or like taking it to an extreme to say that about a Gemini? Well, I mean, that's can, that can be like a shadow side of, of, um, because each sign, like, in, you know, when you've got like an energy, you can embody like the highest level or the lowest level, right. you know? Like, my sign is Capricorn, and the lowest level of Capricorn is, like, some, like, weird hoarding, you know, Howard Hughes miser, like, stuck <laughs> up in a freaking penthouse with, like, super long fingernails and, you know, all screwed up. Or it can be like me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we'll talk about that in a second. But, like, you know, some Geminis have a hard time, again, like, you know, picking a side. So... I don't know that, that in general that I don't think that they're consciously duplicitous, if that makes sense. Okay. okay. You know, they're not manipulative on purpose. Okay. Okay. And, and, you know, like one of, and I have another really good friend who's a Gemini and I adore her. She is like literally the most charming, incredible, like amazing speaker. I love talking to her on the phone. She's so funny. She's so charming. She's like a Dorothy Parker dry wit. She's just incredible. And I used to work with her and she did like the most amazing presentations. She's just very, um, very skilled verbally. Her mind is very agile and quick. And you see that a lot in Gemini. I mean, Gemini is like Bob Dylan too, you know, Mm -hmm. where where you see Gemini in your chart, you're going to find an aptitude for, connections and communication. Um, If I see a lot of Gemini in somebody's chart or in the natural house, you know, of Gemini in in astrology, which is, we didn't even talk about that. The 12 houses also represent or correlate to the signs. But when you see Gemini, like if you're dating a Gemini, they want activity, they want to talk. Okay. Mm -hmm. So like if you're thinking about dating a Gemini or you met somebody who you know is a Gemini, like they want to talk, they're kind of a social butterfly, they, they have a lot of friends, keep them active. Um, like my boyfriend has his moon in Gemini and Venus, and Venus is like your attraction, like what you're attracted to. And it's in Gemini. And I like, I know that consciously about him. And he's, when we travel and, and do stuff, like he loves going and seeing things. Like he's the kind of guy that like he wants to go, like, oh yeah, let's go to the museum and let's go to see this, let's see that. Like he he's interested and stimulated by information and um, data. So the Gemini is like definitely like probably on their smartphone a lot. It's probably a lot of Gemini's um, online dating. Um, it doesn't mean that they, um, you know, are duplicitous or two-faced or you can't trust them. Not at all. In fact, Gemini is the sign of the twins and they're always searching and seeking after their other half. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, so good partners, then it sounds like. Right, I was just gonna mm-hmm. say, like, yeah, yeah, they are good a... partners. They're, they're they want to be, they want a partner. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just they just that's one thing they know that they want. But mm-hmm. I had I have had several Gemini bosses, and they're the kind of guy, they people were. Like, I remember getting a project, and he's going like, oh, you know, Michelle, do this, this, and this. And I used to work for Virgin, and all British bosses, and he was a British Gemini, and. He like gave me this project and I brought it back. He's like, Oh, I've changed my mind. Oh no. <laughs> so I did all this work. So, um, there can be that, but, 
Moving on to cancer. Yeah, this cancer is a good is, one because ch- this is Chelsea's boyfriend is a cancer. Yes. Both of my oh, parents okay, are cancer, so. so we're listening up. Yes, extra. a lot of cancer. <laughs> okay, well, spotless. and my boyfriend is a cancer too. Oh, the one with the they're lovely moon people. Life. <laughs> so, cancer. Speaking of dating a cancer, so cancers are extremely sensitive. Okay, and don't I know just, it, Michelle? Don't oh I my know God, it. you're just like, girl, get off your period, right? Sorry, that's so sexist of me. I always tell him he's boyfriend. like the girl in the relationship. Yeah, yeah. totally. <laughs> well, it's it's in astrology. The signs also have um, feminine and, and and masculine aspects, and what it really is when when we, when they say feminine, feminine and masculine is it's just like um, externally driven and kind of like internally driven. Mm-hmm. So. It's like yin and yang, if you're familiar with yin-yang. Okay, yang is the external driving energy, and yin is the internal inward energy. Yin is receptive, and yang is active. So cancer is a yin sign. And a lot of the sensitivity is really, you know, more incoming (laughs) than it is outgoing with cancer. (laughs) Because, you know what I mean? Like, they're like, you hurt my feelings, but, you know, then... Mm -hmm. They like basically like pouted all day, and you're Aww. just like, well, I don't even know what I did, you know. Uh-huh. Aaron's laughing because um, I like just described like a stupid squabble my boyfriend and I had last I week. That yeah. was like verbatim. I feel like that's all our fights are ever about. He's always like, he hurt his feelings. You hurt my feeling, and then you know I leave him alone for a day, and he's like, all right. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean though. that's kind of like all you need to do, and then feed them, and they're they're okay. Give them a cuddle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, I hope he doesn't listen to this. But, oh, he um, definitely doesn't. He's too sensitive. He's like, I don't want to hear about other guys you used to date. I'm like, then don't listen to ghosted stories. <laughs> exactly. Don't listen to it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, just know that he's in the King's Throne right now, right? You know, he's he's sitting on the King's Throne. Yeah, no yeah. one else is. Exactly. So, cancers are really sensitive. Like, this is a, this is a feminine sign. It's about nourishing. and nur- It's the cosmic mother, actually. Wow. But really, uh, when we say that, it's about it's about nurturing, okay? A cancer man, really, to be honest, he wants to get married. He wants to sit down, pet his dog, have, like, <laughs> cancers Cancers want a family. And cancer men typically want to impregnate women. Like, oh, you know, oh, boy. Subconsciously and unconsciously. Mm-hmm. Now, it doesn't mean that you have to have uh, a, a, you know, a human child because you can have, like, a fur child. You can yes. have, but they, like, they like a little family, you know, and cancers will usually want to nurse. And even if it's like a family of friends too, but this is a family oriented person. And, um, you know, and having, um, to cancer parents, you understand that like their family is their life. Mm -hmm. Like this is very, very fulfilling to them. Their hero's journey is to nourish and nurture. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, some cancer people or people that have cancer in the ascendant or, you know, moon and cancer, helping people that can, can be an aspect of that too. Mm -hmm. I have a moon in cancer. So my moon is my like instinctive, emotional, um, uh, fulfillment side and that's in cancer. And so like for me, helping people through astrology and through consciousness raising and, and things like that, that's very, very fulfilling to me. It, and I, I raised two kids too that are like, you know, one of them just graduated high school and one's 23. They're like very, like being a mom was very fulfilling to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was something I consciously wanted too, to do. Michelle. Yay! Yay. Hi. <laughs> tender, it's a tender moon, you know. But like, I'm sure that like you're a good listener, and you know you're really supportive I'm of sorry, your friends. What? And, you know, <laughs> no, 
She is. She's an excellent friend. But anyway, like cancers are, they're, they're very sweet. They're very sensitive. So if you're dating a cancer, like, you know, be careful. Like you could inadvertently hurt their feelings, you know? So just actually take a breath and, you know, and support them. And if you want to do something with a cancer, cancers love to go out to dinner. They love to stay in for dinner. They just like, they like to eat. They like to, they like to feed you too. So they may even want to cook. That's true. Um, and, you know, and cuddle, and they're fairly introverted and family-oriented people. And, of course, you're more than your sun sign, so a lot of other variables. Mm-hmm. Right. But, um, you know, if I was seducing a cancer, I would 100%, like, cook for them. Okay. All right. That, like, that's definitely, like, something that I would do at, at home, you know, because so, they like that. They feel comfortable in that environment. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And they like the ocean and things like that. So... Um, water, you know, it's very comforting to them. So right. like with a moon in cancer too, like, you know, when you get, if you do get upset, when you, well, not if you do, when you get upset, <laughs> taking a bath or shower or like going to the ocean is a really, really wonderful way to release. Okay. Yeah. And um, cancer is ruled by the moon too. So all of the aspects of the moon, like looking at the lunations and um, they affect cancer people. So full moon, there's a full moon on Friday, ladies, that will affect cancer people. So oh, just boy. make sure that, you know, you, you know, just are aware of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, so we'll put this out then so, on Thursday because I feel like there's a lot of like, I know, time. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely. yeah, totally. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Leo. All right. I'm so we're Leo. like yeah. now in Leo season. And, and wait, can I? We're can in I, Leo season. Can mm-hmm. I blow up Aaron's spot? What? That your birthday's tomorrow? My birthday's tomorrow. But it will be a couple days ago when we release this on yeah, Thursday. It'll be two days before. And I'm a terrible friend because we had brunch this weekend and I didn't connect the dots at that time. Like last week I was thinking like, oh yeah, that weekend I should ask Aaron to do something. And then I did, but it was like <laughs> at that point I had forgotten and then now it's your birthday. What are you doing for your birthday tomorrow? Nothing really. Uh, just like going out to dinner. Should but we get way drunk tonight to- with Michelle yes. on the phone? Of course. Should we FaceTime Michelle and just get way drunk? All right. But I'm a Leo. Oh my and- God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and my husband is also a Leo. So this is a big one for Ooh, our family, this too. This is a big thing. All right. So, Michelle, take it away. What does what Aaron and, and her hubby got Well, know? number one, like, this is a, okay, well, happy birthday, Leo. Thank you. Because you have to do something for your, your birthday because you're a Leo. I know. You know, and, you know, <laughs> you're not one of those people that's just like, oh, I'm going to ignore my birthday because it was like the time for your royal, your royal ass to shine, you know, <laughs> Leo's. It's interesting, like, cosmically and karmically, because I always believe, I mean, people that, you know, that, that that use the kind of astrology that I do, evolutionary astrology and, you know, karmic astrology and things like that, you know, really, you know, we do believe that, you know, you've incarnated for a reason, you know, and, you know, usually Leos have, most of the Leos that I know are, are, are precious children. You know, they really, they're the, they, Leo's kind of the divine child and the performer and they're very loved and they embody love in the body, the literal body, uh, Leo rules the heart. Mm-hmm. So Leo at its highest level is, you know, a leader with heart and a lover and very caring and, and, and loving and generous and, and radiates, you know, they love to shine on stage. They love to have their love reflected back to them. So it's a very beautiful, beautiful sign. But the shadow side of Leo is vanity and arrogance and, you know, stubborn my way or the highway. And like, like Aries, Leo is a fire sign. Mm-hmm. And 
um, you know, look at me, look at me, look at me. I'm the only person that matters, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, it just depends on how you want to embody that Leo energy. But Leos are just like usually very delightful and you'll find them in the entertainment industry and you'll find them um, in the artistry industry because they're very, very creative. Mm -hmm. And um, this is an important year for Leo because the, the North, the node of the moon has been um, in the Leo Aquarius, polarity for the last year if you guys remember remember that big solar eclipse that we had last summer mm-hmm. um so there's been a series of eclipses um they're called sorrow cycles in leo and aquarius uh from last summer to this summer and this full moon is going to be in aquarius which is the opposite sign of leo because it's leo season so the full moon the sun is in leo the opposite of the sun is the moon in astrology and the moon is in aquarius so it's going to it's very powerful for Leo. This and um, the new, the next new moon in Leo, which is August 11th, I believe, is also an eclipse. It's a solar eclipse. Oh wow! Oh. And it completes the cycle that started last year. And what oh, eclipses wow. do is they're kind of like they're supercharged lunations. Okay, uh, a new moon or a full moon, and they give it superpower. They usually push things to happen. So there's a lot like this whole year because you've had the North Node transiting your sun, like this is an important year. Something's happening. Something is is either coming to fruition. There's like a lot of karma and like almost what you would call like destiny to the the things that happen this year and that are going to happen in the next couple weeks. So look at your life and kind of like take a look at where what's what's happened over the next year, you know, over the last year and like what's coming up. And there's some massive things that you may not even be able to see right now that are probably going to change the course of your life. And, um, you know, you may know what they are and you may be like, I'm not sure, but you kind of maybe even have an inkling, but, they're important. <laughs> yeah. We'll tell and, you after because um, something is going on that is like very yeah. interesting. But yeah. Well, whatever it is that you're like, I'm not sure. It's mm-hmm. like, be sure because it's, it's, it's a big, big deal. Big deal. Um, so congratulations and, you know, because this is a, this is a very, it's a very important time in your life. So I'm glad that I have the chance to tell you that. <laughs> yeah. And Thank so you. celebrate on your birthday, mm-hmm. you know, have fun, express yourself. Uh, this is a little bit of a difficult week with all the retrograde planets and a lunar eclipse. Lunar eclipse yeah. kind of emotional. There's a lot of like weirdness, you know, but eclipses and lunar and full moons are really great for releasing things. So um, they represent sort of culminations and things and completions. Um but they're great for releasing energy. So, you know, if you want to get out, stomp around, get drunk, you know, safely, obviously. No, yes, always. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Oh. No, I feel like, yeah, this week, this birthday has felt, like, really strange because I feel like normally I do try to do big things, and there's yeah. been, like, a conscious effort, I feel like, this year to make it, like, very small, and I don't know why, but that's just, like, the, ener- the way know, the energy I've is going. I have never known you to not, like, do a thing for your birthday. Mm-hmm. Well, it's all that retrograde and stuff, and, yeah. So, you know, feel, just do what you feel called to do. But Leo's fun. So from a dating standpoint, dating a Leo, just know, like, they are so charming. They're precious, precocious. Um, they love to play. They love to shine. If you flatter a Leo, they will just eat it up with a gigantic mm-hmm. big spoon. <laughs> um, and 
they really love it, you know. So if you want to do something for a Leo or seduce a Leo, like buy them like a, a gorgeous gift wrapped up in the most beautiful wrapping paper, make it like shiny, like you know, uh, animal print or like gold or sparkles or just outrageous. Like yeah. they love outrageous rock star. Like just think rock star. Like, you know, it's sad how close so, that hits to home. <laughs> 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 yes. So they can be, they're so generous too. You know, like I have a girlfriend that's a Leo and she's just, you know, she's, she's just hilarious, but she's, she's an incredibly loyal and generous person. Mm. Um, but she has like this collection of shoes like you just can't believe (laughs) anyway so that's Leo and then we have Virgo which is really Mm. very toned down from Leo Mm. Um, Virgo is like very much um, Virgo is about discrimination both my parents you know you said both your parents are Leo's like uh, cancers Um, both my parents are Virgos very um, also ruled by Mercury Um, they're very discriminatory so if you're dating a Virgo are you like thinking about, you know, being with a Virgo and you've, and they are, they've chosen you, you know, be, you know, kind of, you can feel sort of, uh, special because Virgo is extremely discriminating. You could call them picky or critical, but they are. And, um, they really want to have things that are very refined, very natural. Um, you know, Virgo also rules crafts and craftspeople, and they're very good. I mean, the, the image of Virgo is like, it's, it's about the harvest. It's about separating the chaff from the grain. So that's like the image of kind of, you know, discrimination and choosing and separating um, things. So Virgos are really good at that. They're very analytical. Um, it is also a feminine earth sign. So there's an inward turning aspect to Virgos. Virgos are very, I mean, like kind of the sign is like the virgin. Mm-hmm. They're really almost like complete unto themselves. So Virgos are kind of independent in that way. I have a lot of Virgo girlfriends and they really are very independent women. You know, they're women like that are that maybe like in their late forties and just like, you know, maybe not want to marry, but you know, be with a partner because that way they have like more independence to do the right. things that they want to do. Yeah. Like the most um, famous Virgo. Beyonce. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's interesting because she is, she really does kind of represent like a real like earth mother, like mm-hmm. a, a, a goddess Demeter or Ceres, you know, and she is quite discriminating, I think, mm-hmm. um, you know, in the best way, you know, I mean, I mean that by, by, the, by like the word discerning, you know, right, yeah. Yeah, I think that she cares about the art that she does. She cares, she cares very deeply and has a lot of attention to detail about her persona. Mm-hmm. You know, those are, those are classic for going traits. They have a little checklist and they'll check it 37 times. So if you want to date a Virgo too, they're happy to plan everything. Oh, that's nice. Because you're kind of controlling. But, my, um, my sister is a Virgo, so all of this rings very I'm sure you know that. You're just like, oh my God, did she like line everything up in her bedroom when she was she's a kid? She's so the, well, yeah. And then I'm, well, we're getting to me next. I'm in a Libra. But she's like, so the like, everything's in order and I'm this and I'm going to be in my room reading a book. And I come home and I'm like, let's go to the bar. She's like, Chelsea. <laughs> relax so you were like the little like sweetie pie peacekeeper right (laughs) for sure yeah making sure everybody's okay and you know she's like doing her thing and planning everything so they could be very methodical and stuff Mm -hmm. and you know the men like the women i think the energy expresses itself really nicely with the women sometimes the men can be they're like a lot of like 
long-term bachelor type dudes or Virgos because mm-hmm. they really, they're like super analytical, you know, they might, you know, they, they have a hard time, um, staying in a relationship, you know, cause they're always like, look, unless they're conscious, you know, criticizing, you know, discriminating too much, you know, this, that, and that other thing. And also just being super independent, mm-hmm. um, which is not a bad thing, you know, but, but Virgo is, um, Virgo, can, they have a high level of anxiety and um, can sometimes have issues with their digestive system, like IBS and things like that. So they really do need to learn meditation, and um, that's very helpful to them. Okay. So if you so want to date a Virgo great. man, your work's cut out for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it can happen. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, he, believe me, like, hopefully he'll show up like really well groomed and, you know, he has a nice apartment, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of stuff. And he has a good job and he has, you know, he has all his boxes checked. He's not like a freaking mess, you know, like Pisces or something, but <laughs> um, <laughs> Pisces are charming and they're lovers and everything like that, but they don't have like all their shit in order, like a Virgo guy. <laughs> so it just depends on what you want. Right. So, mm-hmm. so then now we go to Libra. So, you know, lovely Libra, my mother used to say that, lovely Libra, (laughs) you know, Libras are lovely and, um, you know, they're the peacekeeper, they're concerned with justice and equality, I mean, their sign is the scales, Mm -hmm. Um, it's ruled by Venus, it is actually a masculine sign, so you find the expression, and cardinals, so you find the expression of this lovely Venusian, you know, sensual Libra that's concerned with social justice, actually being more of an activist and actually acting out, like, on their things, so Libra... Um, much as they want peace and harmony, also, um, you know, will sometimes fight or debate to get that, you know? Um, so they're not definitely not pushovers, um, but they're very interested in the arts and in beauty, um, and harmony. So if you are interested in a Libra of either sex, uh, you know, making yourself look beautiful, making your, your speech be beautiful, making like, if I was to take a Libra on a date, I would make sure that everything was in order, like a beautiful restaurant, a lovely, um, you know, trip to the theater, you know, maybe even a thoughtful gift, you know, (laughs) flowers, you know, Libra really would appreciate all of that. But more than anything else, like good manners, good behavior, polite conversation, a harmonious, environment is essential to them. Um, you know, harmony is just probably the, you know, and justice too. Like, you know, Libra also rules law. So there's a lot of Libras that really want, want, you know, care deeply about things being just. So, um, that's another aspect to Libra, but most of the Libra guys that I know are like musicians and artists and, Mm. um, you know, and just really interested in, beauty and harmony. And so, um, you know, I, I really like, I really like those kinds of people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, and just because but, uh, my brother's a Leo and this is not Chelsea. Or Libra. Libra. Yeah. Yeah. But what is mm-hmm. the, what's the shadow side of Libra? Oh. Shadow side of Libra is indecision. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I relate to that. Hard. Really, <laughs> really bit, really, really, really heavily. Um, you know, I think that they can become outraged too. Like they can get like really, like we're talking about like um, 
social justice and justice in general. Like a lot yeah. of people with Libra will fight. Like they're they can also they're like I said they rule it rules the law, so they can be that debater that will always like a shadow side would be somebody who always picks an argument with you. You know mm-hmm. of of Libra, um, and you know and and also like you know feeling you know both indecision and also you know playing devil's advocate too. So I think that that that's a big thing. Um, you know, shadow side for, for Libra can be someone who can't make up their mind, um, you know, at all about anything. So if you're dating someone that's a Libra and, you know, they're kind of like maybe not fully ghosting you, you know, they probably, or even if they did ghost you, they probably just couldn't make up their mind. Mm. And they're just like, I can't even handle this because I don't even know, you know? That's interesting. Yeah. Um, don't ever ask them where to go to dinner. Mm-hmm. So that's what I exactly. tell my boyfriend all the time. I'm like, stop asking me because you know I'm gonna say whatever you want. Whatever you want. Also, I was a debate team champion. I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> so I relate to all. Oh of my god, teams. I love it. <laughs> How affirming. Yeah. And you're definitely a peacekeeper too. Like you like I mean, to. Too, I talk about it in therapy most of all. Yeah. <laughs> like, why am I such a people pleaser? You know, and again, it's like that is kind of like your karmic path, but um, you know pick your battles. Okay. Cause you can't win them all. And you know, it, it can, it can be kind of hard to take on that, um, that mantle. It can be kind of stressful. Right. Mm-hmm. right. All right. And sometimes, you know, sometimes people don't want to pick the restaurant. <laughs> you, know, you might want to pick just occasionally. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> did Nick email you that? <laughs> yeah, we were. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to say a couple times out of the year, just to be like, I want this. Right. <laughs> Surprise him. Uh, okay. Okay. All okay. Right. So Scorpio. Oh, yes. Scorpio. So, so Libra also, by the way, Libra is at the time of the um, autumnal equinox where the night and the day are of equal length. So it really represents oh. balance. Okay. Sure. And then Scorpio is when the, the night starts eating away at the day, when the sun is dying and Ooh. things are ending and it represents depth. It really represents like going down like within the earth and, and regenerating. And, um, Scorpio also rules, it, it rules at depth of all sorts of going, it rules the sexual genitals. It rules the elimination mm-hmm. process in the body. But Scorpio's like karma is like really to be able to, go down deep within the depths of their psyche and bring things that are naturally or normally hidden up into the light. So that's why it kind of rules sex and taboos and the occult and things that are maybe, you know, invisible. And that's why Scorpios are incredible, sometimes power and control issues too, but Scorpios are incredible detectives. They're like, you know, if you have a Scorpio friend, you know, they're like the most uncannily perceptive people in, in, you know, the world. And super loyal, but they also, they're so perceptive that that's why they're so good at like cutting people because they're observers and they observe Mm -hmm. where your weaknesses are or your potential motivations. And if you're just like blabbing on about yourself, they're just like watching you Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, like a spider, you know, like, "Mm." I always think of Scorpios Um, because RuPaul is a Scorpio and I feel like he's very, this makes sense a lot too, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're very, they can be very critical. Scorpios need, you know, for, you know, the, there's a lot of like talk about Scorpio sexuality. And I think that their need for sexuality is really a desire for, for intimacy mm-hmm. and depth. You know, this is a sign that does, this is not a lighthearted Gemini, you know, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, da, 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 da. you know, this is an intense, 
person. Right. So if you're dating a Scorpio, you know, welcome to the party. Like it's <laughs> intense. They're the best lovers. You know, they're they're. I love them. You know, and um, they're just. You know, they they can be difficult as a friend sometimes because they're that friend that just like says something that just really can hurt you. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, it's it's worth it because these people are real. Um, often, you know, karmically they've had a wound, um, in their childhood that they have to carry. Unlike Leo, who's usually has parents that just love and adore them, or at least they think they do, you know, (laughs) Scorpio doesn't. And, um, so as, as, you know, if you date a Scorpio, they're, they're the like classic, you know, moody, dark loner, you know, who's like super intense and, you know, had a difficult childhood, but, um, really, you know, the, the highest level and expression of Scorpio is, um, they actually have three. They have like, there's also, you know, animals and different types of symbols, you know, and Scorpio is the scorpions, you know, the stinging scorpion, but then they have an evolved symbol, which is the Eagle. That's able to sort of fly above things and really gain perspective from all the crises and crises and transformations they've had in their life. And then again, the Phoenix. So the Phoenix is like a mythical bird. You might know from like Harry Potter Mm -hmm. that basically in order for them to turn into this immortal, incredible creature, they must, you know, burn themselves, die and be reborn in the fire. And so a lot of Scorpios have had some heavy duty shit happen to them. Mm -hmm. And, um, these people are able to like regenerate themselves and become like a bigger, better, more expanded version of themselves. And they're really worth, they're worth the time. Mm-hmm. But they can get above their scorpion aspect mm-hmm. of stinging everyone. So if someone seems some someone's like talking to someone on an app and they're a Scorpio and they seem very intense, like don't be or I guess run if you're not into that. Right. But if you are, then that's why they're just Scorpio. know what you're getting into, into it. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. This is someone and this is someone too, like if it's, you know, shadow side, shadow side Scorpio, there could be some manipulation there. Okay. Just be aware and use birth control and also use <laughs> protection. Oh, shit. Okay. Yes. I mean, just across the board. Use, use protection. <laughs> like STDs, you know, you don't want STDs. Ooh, okay. Um, so, you know, again, this is like a very trivial, petty kind of like way to talk about this. Oh, yes. But, um, because I see it as, you know, I see obviously astrology is like super sacred and all of that. But, um, but Scorpios are really fun, you know, just know what you're getting into you're right i like it um especially if you like to dabble with you know with depth yeah and intensity um and so then sagittarius okay so sagittarius is like lighter you know and they're um you know you've got this depth of intensity and then you get this like kind of jovial kind of player you know that really um, wants to expand rather than go down deep like a Scorpio. You have this like expansive person. Sagittarius is a fire sign too, a masculine fire sign. And Sagittarians of both sexes are like very sporty and they're very like physical and they like to go out and have do stuff and have fun and party and they just like to have a good time. Um, they're the philosopher king too. You know, they can be kind of like, I like to think of Sagittarius when I imagine like a classic Sagittarius is like Jim Morrison Mm -hmm. from the doors, like in his like most beautiful place, you know, (laughs) before he got like 
horrendously like you know fat and drunk and stuff like that <laughs> there's some great great uh, photos of him it turns. but the philosopher king or queen is sagittarius they're interested in expansion they're interested in travel you know they're interested in moving um they're interested in foreign culture they're interested in a lot of in, you know they're interested in life and if you're interested in a sagittarius uh you know they they'll probably really dig you if you are interested in the same kinds of things mm-hmm. and especially if you're foreign to them and um so you know you'll you'll find a lot of sagittarian energy or sagittarian people are attracted to a foreign country foreign culture to their own and um like my my brother he has sagittarius ascendant but he has had a series of women like from different countries that you know, that he was with and he married a woman from India. Like he, he grew up in the United States and he married a woman from India. And before that he was with a woman for years from the Philippines. Like he, he really like digs people from other cultures. It's very interesting for him. This would be a good time to bring up, uh, that my, well, not for this reason, but for something we talked about earlier, my dad is a Sagittarius and my mom is cusp of Sagittarius and Capricorn. But, Michelle, you mentioned that when we asked you to be a guest tonight that you listened to one episode and it happened to be the episode that my parents were (laughs) guests and that you felt or there was something you wanted to bring up that you heard or something like that. I think they were so cool. They are. You know, and I thought that they... You know, I, I really thought that um, it, it was fun for me to kind of listen in to how they connected and how they met, you mm-hmm. know, and, um, you know, I was wondering kind of like, oh, I wonder what their signs were and stuff like that. And it certainly seemed like yeah, your yeah. dad was like a little bit more kind of freewheeling than, you know, obviously, especially at that time. <laughs> yes. You know. Does that make does Sagittarius does Sagittarius fit sort of the way I guess he, you perceived him? And then with my mom being my mom's the twenty third of December, so sort of like right on the cusp, I guess. I don't know the dates offhand, but that's how she always. No, she's she's a Capricorn, her. but yeah. she's probably like first or second degree. Yeah. So you know, and it's interesting. Like she was older, and she was. Um, I remember she had the job. You know, that's yeah. very Capricornian too. You know, she had everything together, and he was just like, "Well, I don't know. I'm just a dude." Right. You know, <laughs> and she definitely exactly. came from a different town and a different background. And um, I mean, there's a lot more, obviously, to astrology than than that. Of course, but uh, you know, but I, I think that um, I think that that fits. You know, some of the some of the things. But I can't remember exactly what. <laughs> Now that I've been talking about <laughs> other stuff, exactly what I wanted to I know, say we're about like that. Way up track. Other than it was cute, top, but yeah. yeah. Well, I think cute. it was a trip, you know. And again, like because I remember him saying something like, you know, well, he didn't. He just was like, well, you know, I just figured, you know, I just wasn't really like, you know, he was just kind of like la da da. Like he, right. he wasn't like, I'm not enough. Or she's like a woman of the world, and I'm like whatever. Yeah. Like, that's, yeah, she's got it together, and I just, you know, I'm just like trucking along, and I probably don't, you know. And I think for I think for a lot of your listeners, like a lot of times, I'd say a great number of times when they get ghosted, it's by people who think they're not enough. Because yeah. I think most people, you know, we always think that we're not enough, and we're mm-hmm. so focused and so self absorbed on our own idiosyncrasies and our own, you know, issues and things like that, that we don't 
realize that everyone else is doing the same thing. So most yeah. people that get ghosted are getting ghosted by people who think they're not enough for you yeah. or they can't do this or they can't handle it. Yeah. And, you know, of course there's that small percentage of people that are just like, especially dudes, you know, with, with women that are just like, you know, next, 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 you know, lining up the, the victim, so to speak. But, um, you know, but I think it's more likely that, you know, people are just, people are scared, you know? Oh, totally. It is. It's so much They're more about scared. that person than it's about you. I mean, that's so the one thing we've yeah. learned in doing this for two years <laughs> is that it literally never has anything to do with yeah. you. Yeah. The amount of people that we've talked to who have ghosted, it is never that person. It's always something's going on in their life, something else. And yeah, I, yeah, I always think that if there is a message from all of this, it's that it's their shit. It really is them, not you. Yeah, I know, which is very simple. It's and absolutely, it's 100%. hard to believe in the moment, too, because you're like, oh, if I could do this, if I could do that. But it, it, yeah, yeah, it is always, and you're always better off because at yeah. the end of the day, anyone who goes to you is not worth your time. Yeah, anyway. and then, or exactly. And then you know, come back I, around I also think, before we move on to Capricorn, I also would say that Having done this, because I did, I was divorced and then I went online mm -hmm. and met my current boyfriend a couple of years ago. And so I did for the first time, never dated in my life, you know, and here I am, like I'm in my forties and I have to go online. It was crazy and blah, but I met several men who literally would not stop talking about themselves the entire day. Ugh, like it's exhausting. like a coffee date or like we went to like a taqueria or something. Dude, I'm like, forget it. Yeah. <laughs> so Ugh. check yourself, you know? Seriously. Oh, yeah. No, I think if it's like... Don't talk about yourself all the time. Listen yeah. some. Yeah. yeah. And if it's something... Take exactly. notes. Of course, you're exactly. You're still putting your energy out there in the world, but mm -hmm. nine times out of ten. When someone does something that you perceive as like, what? well, I guess that's not even true. Because, yeah, sometimes people who are so that self-absorbed don't realize. And then the other person's not texting in the back, and they're like... What was it? I thought I was charming. And it's like, no, dude, you, you were kind of rude. The fuck up about yourself. So, um, okay, listen, ask a trusted acquaintance in your life. Am I annoying? Do I talk about myself too much? Am I self-absorbed? Listen to their response. If they say, no, you're cool, then it's the other person. Yeah. That's a very low bar. That's not good advice. Don't listen to me. I well, agree. And <laughs> you ask a trusted person, mm -hmm. like a real, a really good trusted person. And you'll get there. You'll get a real yeah. answer. Yeah, totally. Yeah. That's someone in your life. I think that that's a, that's a very, very, that's excellent advice. Okay. Thank you, Michelle, for that. Because, you know, but other than that, it's them. And then, you know, I would think also probably like a lot of the people that are listening to your podcast are like, you know, in their 20s and 30s. And it's, you know, there's a lot of superficiality out there. You know, there's a lot really? of crazy stuff. And people, it's like the entire culture has ADD right now. And so, you know, sometimes it's that. It's just people are just zapped out. So, yeah. Um, and it's hard. I know it's yeah. hard. I know it's hard. It's never the thing you want to hear when you're out exactly. there, though, too. Like, that's the also thing. But, like, yeah, when you're you can, in it. You know, I'm available for readings, so you can yeah. come and get a reading, and oh, we'll find out, you know, please. when yes. you're potentially going to meet that person and mm -hmm. or, you know, get married and or, if you so choose, um, to fall in love, that kind of stuff. Like, you can see things. You can see transits of energies that open the doorway, mm -hmm. you know? And I always tell people that, you know, here's, like, success is preparation meeting opportunity. So here's your portals. 
um, you know, get yourself ready, you know, go out and like, be like Cinderella before the ball, you know, go out and get your ball gown, you know, get ready for, you know, for this energy. And if you are, if you meet this energy with like preparation, that's when you're going to really hit it. You'll be ready for this relationship. It'll be successful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's an important part too. Um, It's like, be somebody who somebody would want to date. Right. You know, not for that. I mean, for yourself, I think that's the biggest part, but it's also like, would you want to date you? Yeah. Are you somebody who's like in tune with themselves and with what they want? Right. And is able and to have those conversations? Yeah. And are you happy Just, with yourself? Yeah. Like, it's a lot of it is happiness. Yeah. It's not about like, I remember talking to this woman, you know, fairly, I've talked to her a few times and she's just absolutely stunningly beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she works out constantly. And she's always like, I can't meet anyone and no one wants to date me. And I'm just thinking like, no, honey, I've told her so many times, like, honey, it's your energy. Like you need to love yourself. Like you, you're, you're beautiful because you know how women are. They always think it's how they look, you know, it's all about how they look, you know, it's like, I just don't understand, you know, and like, I'm a size three and I'm, you know, blah, 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 blah. It's not how you look. It's, it's, it's who you, it's the energy that you put out more than anything yeah. else. I mean, obviously you need to bathe and, you know, do the, <laughs> you know, the basics, but shower here and there. Yeah. Right. Like shower, you know, love yourself, but love yourself. When you love yourself, like you, you become that it girl or it guy. Mm-hmm. It's about the love that you feel and when you, and how, and people are like, Oh, how do I do it? It's like, figure out what makes you happy. What makes you yeah. feel passionate? What makes you feel vital? And then give it to yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's just that simple, yeah, but yeah. it's also complex well, because exactly. it's part of our hero's right. journey. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, yeah, the thing is, so, too, is like there's always the person for you. Yes. And I think that also sometimes with dating, it's like, why am I wrong for this person? And why am I wrong for this person? Instead of being like, why am, is that person not right for me? Right. You know? Right. You have to flip that around. A little yeah. Bit. You're yeah. both interviewing each other mm-hmm. and it's okay. It's not like a thing anymore with women where they have to like, you know, be a flower to be plucked, you know, right. or picked at the dance, you know, right. it's, it's a very different Bots time. It's parents. like, you can have whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, right, We're not exactly. changing cows yeah. anymore. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, we don't right. ha- exactly. <laughs> Speaking yeah. of we're not exchanged for cows, we're not being swapped and we're, you know, and yeah. supported. We can support ourselves. So, so Capricorn is Capricorn. So yeah. I'm a double Capricorn, Capricorn, Ooh. Capricorn rising. Oh, wow. Venus and Capricorn. Cappy Caps. A lot of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. Capricorn symbol is the goat, but the higher level symbol is the goat with the tail of the fish. So the idea is achievement and mastery. And the highest level of Capricorn is um, bringing the spiritual into the material. So Capricorns mm-hmm. are very goal-oriented and ambitious signs. Of, you know, men and women of both signs. It's an earth sign. It's a feminine sign. Um, so it's inward turning ruled by the planet Saturn. There's a lot of, sometimes Capricorns also have like hardship or or issues with, um, their parental access, often the father, they, the idea is that Capricorn often has to learn to become their own authority, Mm -hmm. um, which can be hard, you know, uh, because if you say raised without a father, kind of like in my situation, mm-hmm. you know, learning to become your own authority, learning to look to yourself, it's not an easy task. And Capricorns can often, you know, have, you know, a hard scrabble kind of um, childhood. And, um, but then they are a very achievement and goal oriented energy. So they want 
to, and they need to have a certain, feel a certain amount of movement within their life. Um, this is again, like, a, like, you know, a very pragmatic sign, but also very loyal, um, you know, shadow side of Capricorn is like, I would say probably materialism and they can be negative. Um, they can be kind of like a hunker down, kind of like life is real, life is tough, you know, kind of energy. Um, and so you'll find, you know, probably like amongst, you guys are in New York, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like you'll find like amongst, you know, people in the, the finance, you know, like brokers and stuff like that, you'll find a lot of, of Capricorn people because they're very interested like in achievement and in creating security and stability and things like that. Uh, but Capricorn can also be super earthy. There's a side of them that is like, the god Pan, if you've ever heard of the god Pan, you know, he was like a a Saturn, he was like, you know, or Dionysus, you know, the Mm -hmm. god Dionysus too, also, um, you know, Capricorn ruled, so it's like earthy, earthy goat energy, like, you know, partying, drinking, very sensual sign, um, and so you'll find, you know, if you're dating a Capricorn or something like that, they, they, they respond very well. They need to actually be like cuddled. They love like the cancers and the, the, the Libras and the, the, the sweetie kind of people because they can be a little bit, um, so it's, you know, I would say not really dark, but just kind of sober, you know, just kind of uptight. And, um, once they let their hair down, they can be really fun. The Capricorn's not really, um, Capricorn's not a frivolous sign. So if you're if you're dating someone who's a Capricorn, this is kind of like somebody who does want to create a stable life for themselves and is not frivolous. So uh, you know, this is you know, give them a couple glasses of wine, you know, and they'll have a good time. <laughs> is that Deb? Nice is that your mother? Dinner, yeah, good wine. They like quality things. Yes, Take them to a, a good restaurant. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice glass of wine, you know, they, they love antiquities too. So, you know, museums, things like that. My mom's definitely, Um, she's the most warm, loving, giving, amazing person, but completely addicted to weird things like QVC. When you mentioned the materialism thing, I'm like, Oh yeah, that's Deb. Like she like has this whole side of her where she's like, you know, like an, like a early, um, life, like educator and like a stay at home mom and this wonderful person. And then she's just like, like when you were talking about um, what was the side of? Oh no, it was. Did you say that the shadow side of Capricorn was like being like almost a hoarder? Was that the sign you're talking about, Michelle? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh I was my talking god, about, like I mean, Howard Hughes. Like Jesus Christ! <laughs> I feel like Deb. The older she gets, I'm like ma. We gotta clean out the basement. Like, what are you doing over here? So I, <laughs> I can oh, yeah. see that. With my her. mother-in-law too. Is this the sign of moms? <laughs> Maybe that's just the moms. Yeah, because she constantly like my mother-in-law has so many things. She moved from like a, a larger house, and now she's in a like an apartment, which is better for her. But like, she's constantly trying to pawn her things off on me so that they don't go far. Oh God! But my husband is like, stop texting Aaron pictures of things because <laughs> <laughs> she feels obligated to take that's them. So funny. Yeah. yeah. So. There you go. Uh, but I love you, Anne. It's great. It's fine. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's the best. Oh my God, we're going so far over, so we need to hurry. Okay, okay. Uh, well, well, we can even we can make this a two part. Like, we, ma- we can make this a two parter. Yeah. We can do whatever okay. we want. Yeah. Okay. And this is all. I mean, I I could talk about this for hours. So what as time as, are as long we? As long as you don't have. I know. Like I could talk for the rest of my life. 
<laughs> you will, day. probably. We could get really deep into it. <laughs> we just got two left, yeah, though. We got We're two almost left. done. We're good. We're good. Um, so, Aquarius, like, very... The traditional ruler of Aquarius was Saturn, which is the ruler of Capricorn. Mm-hmm. So there is kind of a little bit of... I guess a kind of like authority aspect to Aquarians. Um, but it, the modern ruler is, is Uranus. So there's also a very like forward thinking, like um, eccentric, uh, Aqu- like Aquarius in astrology rules technology. And I always think of like Aquarius as like Mr. Spock, you know, in <laughs> Star Trek. And, you know, it's very, it's, you know, very logical. Everything's logical. Um, but Aquarians are a fixed sign, also masculine. It's an air sign, so they're very interested in concepts and thought. Air rules rules thought. Water is emotions. Fire is um, inspiration or energy and creativity. Um, and earth is, you know, all the earthly things, you know, um, productivity, you know, stuff like that. Um, so Aquarians... Can, they're really like fun and they like to be eccentric and different and they are interested in activism and they're interested in social justice. So you'll find a lot of Aquarian energy um, very concerned with groups and um, group communication and things okay. like that and also being different and being an inventor and things like that. So an Aquarian is, you know, very like Gemini a little bit and Sagittarius, very kind of freedom loving. So, um, you know, this is, this is someone who's interested in being your friend as well as your lover. Okay. So if you have, if you're dating an Aquarius, like this is somebody who wants to be your friend too. Like in order to have a relationship with an Aquarian, you must be their friend too. And they like you, especially if you're like a little bit different. So if you have like blue hair or, you know, tons and tons of tattoos or what have you like Aquarians like that. They like, if you're different, they like, if you're unusual, they like, if you're, um, and they want to be your friend and they love it. If you're interested in any kind of form of activism, activism, uh, activism or social justice or things like that. Um, shadow side of Aquarius is definitely like being fixed in their belief system. It's like, this is somebody who can get stuck on one, side. And so um, moving them out of, you know, like Taurus and Scorpio, all three of them are fixed signs. They can get really, you know, kind of like in a rut with their thinking, with their ideas. And right now Mars is retrograde in Aquarius. So if you're an Aquarius and you're listening to this, or you know someone that is, if you feel like funky right now, take a deep breath. It's going to be okay. There's a full moon coming up on Friday in your sign. Um, and Mars is retrograde and just hang in there. Okay. Cause it's going to get a lot better soon. That's all. Um, One of my but, best friends is Aquarius. And that's all we've been talking about the past few weeks. She'll just text me and be like, I just feel weird recently. Do you feel weird? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And she's not crazy. Yeah. She really like, she's feeling the energy of this, but this is happening so that she can review and check what's going on. Mm-hmm. Like we always have to like get shaken up. Um, so that we can make sure that our foundations are stable. And that includes the foundations of our thoughts and belief systems, which is what Aquarian is, Aquarius is really struggling with right now. What do you believe? Like your thoughts make up your beliefs and your beliefs make up your habits and your life. So it's super important to, to have that checked a little bit. So sometimes that, that pressure that you feel can be a real ally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Pisces is the last sign, and this is a water sign. It is the culmination of, of the zodiac, and it really is, um, it's mutable, it's flowy. Pisces are the dreamers, the mystics, um, closer to God. You know, there's almost like a, a Christ-like energy with a lot of Pisces, and they often are, you know, the, the beautiful artists that, you know, you have to pay for. So if you are dating a Pisces... <laughs> Um, they might be like literally the most loving, charming, sweet people in the entire world, which they are. Um, but you might have to pay for them because they don't have enough money because they're a struggling <laughs> artist or, yeah, I mean, you know, Pisces is the um, I feel like I never know, like if I meet an encounter Pisces, I feel like they're the one I just know the least for, for lack of a better term, like stereotypes about, you know, like Pisces to me is a mystery. I don't know if that's just my personal. I never run into a yeah, lot of Pisces. Yeah, I don't feel like I know many Pisces. Yeah, so I'm let anything you can tell Pisces about. have like, you can always, feel like, I always look at, at people, people's um, appearance, because they're like, I could talk to you for hours about like, you know, finding out like what people's sign are based on their appearance, but you yeah. need to know their rising sign, because a lot of times you Got can't it. tell, but sometimes you can't. Um, I mean, I feel like you're coming back, Michelle, because this is all so interesting. I know. And I love this so much. Michelle, you can be on the podcast once a month if you're available. All right. (laughs) So, okay. Well, Pisces think big, soulful, kind of like watery eyes. Think Elizabeth Taylor. Okay. Elizabeth Taylor is the classic freaking Pisces. So anytime you want to like feel like, what is a Pisces? It's Liz Taylor. Interesting. Um, They're... You know, often you'll find a lot of Pisces, especially Pisces women, um, as movie stars, because mm-hmm. Pisces kind of like rules the illusionary Hollywood dreamy projected version of life. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, uh, you know. A lot of times, Pisces people struggle a lot with physical illness too, because their body is just really. Um, it, it's really hard because. They are a water sign that is so flowy and, like, they're just not – they don't have a strong constitution, I guess is what I want to say. Mm-hmm. And um, they have um, – I mean, do you guys know who Susan Miller is? Like, probably do. Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. She's been really good about not um, posting her birthday, but I did find a chart for her, and she has she's a Pisces with, like, tons of planets and Pisces, oh. which sounds right for yeah. me. Because and I don't know if you've noticed if you followed her for years, but she's had so many physical illnesses, yeah. and it, that's yeah. very in keeping with with Pisces. And she's also immensely intuitive. Mm-hmm. Like her her like her little astrology readings, a lot of them, like a lot of the charts, they're just like straight up, like almost like half psychic readings, but just you know put into astrology because she gets so detailed, you know. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so Liz Taylor, like classic Pisces. So Pisces are. If you are dating a Pisces or you're interested in a Pisces, they are loving and kind. They love everyone, and that includes probably, like, your friends and people you know, you know. That's very Liz Taylor. She loved everybody. With loyalty because they just love everyone. Um, And it depends, too. But, like, especially Pisces men, they can be that super charming, you know, lover boy who, you know – is dating you, but maybe also dating other people. So um, I'm not saying that's true for every Pisces. I know plenty of Pisces women, too, that are very loyal. Pisces and Scorpio get along really well because Scorpio keeps Pisces in line. Mm-hmm. You know, Scorpio does not allow them to stray. <laughs> so, 
but uh, but Pisces are very creative. They're incredibly loving. Um, they embody some of you know I think the highest uh, aspects of of our human experience, you know, which is connectedness mm-hmm. and love and a natural, you know, feeling of like spirituality that doesn't have to be defined by any kind of dogma. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, um, it, you know, it really is just, you know, a loving kind of an energy and shadow side of Pisces is victimization and, um, passive aggressiveness. Um, Interesting. Okay. um, they can, there can be some serious passive aggressive stuff in there. Um, you know, I'm, I'm too sensitive for this. I can't handle it, you know, mm-hmm. and just kind of like cop, copping out. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you're dealing with a Pisces, he's doing that calm on it and just be like, you can deal with this. Right. If it's something that you want, you can deal with it. Okay. You're not as weak and, and sensitive as you know. Right. So I mean, as you out. think you are. Yeah. As you think you are. Yeah. <laughs> call him out as you think you are. Right. Yeah. Right. It's like, Oh my God, this like world is too much for me. It's like, no, it's not. Get up and put your shoes on up, and let's Pisces. go have some brunch. Stand up. <laughs> I like that. Oh my gosh. Do we wait we went around the we, we went did around it. the zodiac? Oh my We gosh. went around the wheel. Michelle. This was like We did it. I mean, thank you so much. Yeah, this was amazing. We, I loved it. We definitely have to. I will be scheduling like a private session with you. Where hundred percent like worth it how and like just so I can talk about you for a little bit Michelle but like how in depth she goes the follow-up that she has like if you're interested at all in astrology even if you've never had your chart read I would say Michelle is a great first timer but then also as you can tell by the way that she spoke like really in depth as well if if, if that's what you're looking for too yeah. so um how do they get in touch with you if they'd like a reading so I have um, a website called mm-hmm. Persephone Program, and um, I call it Persephone Program after the goddess Persephone because it, you know, she's her archetype is, you know, the innocent who had to go down deep within mm-hmm. to find herself and come back out the other side. I really relate to that. So it's the goddess Persephone, P E R S E P H O N E, www.persephoneprogram.com or. Sorry, I'm so old. Mm-hmm. Um, or I'm on Instagram at my Prentice, Michelle Yvonne, my Prentice, P R E N T I S S, S is in Sam. Um, and Facebook, Persephone Program. Um, so you can get in touch with me any of those three ways. Mm-hmm. And I'm still like building all of my social media because it's, it's such a kind of a drag, you know. Which mm-hmm. you guys probably yeah. know, but I it's mean, fun too. So I'm, yeah, I mean, we'll link all of this as well. Like, yeah, we definitely will. And, but I feel like yeah. social media is stressful. It it's is. Like a it's whole a lot. Thing. It's a lot of but energy it, to put into something too. Yeah, I mean, Jesus. But yeah, hit hit Michelle up, and then yeah, just let her know that you found her through us. Not you know, no one gets anything out of it, but just so she knows that yeah. you guys listen to this, and so you kind of got the backstory before you're chatting with her. Mm-hmm. And um, Michelle, thank you so much for taking this time. We talked so long. This is definitely we 100 percent have to make this a two parter. This yeah. was like oh my God, it was so, so much fun. information I, I and so. Um, just I mean I was enthralled I could talk for three more hours totally I know I feel like we were like in some kind of like vortex or something I didn't realize (laughs) we were on so long but um but yeah you guys like if anybody has any questions too I'm happy to answer them like um either like on another call or they can like I guess comment like if you want to comment on the podcast Mm -hmm. um 
you know, yeah. I'll, I'll get in touch with you guys and, and answer any questions like, ba- you know, basic stuff, you know, yeah. I'm not going to do your chart for free over, right. you know, <laughs> over it. But. I mean, that would be quite a feat. I think that would but be yeah, let's have a conversation and hear yeah, about like absolutely. what you guys think and how yeah. you, maybe some stories about like signs or as it relates to this or what so, have you. Absolutely. So comment if you're listening on SoundCloud or wherever you're listening, or of course, as always, emails ghostedstoriespodcast at gmail.com. We're going to have another listener email episode really soon, but mm-hmm. definitely any uh, questions or comments or thoughts you have about this episode, or you can always tweet at us too at Ghosted Stories or at Ghosted Stories Podcast. I don't know, you guys. Yeah. You'll find it. Just, Just start typing it Ghosted it's, Stories. It's, it's like Ghosted Stories on one and Ghosted Stories Podcast on the other, and it's like social media is hard. All right. Michelle, you are the best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you so much. And uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Boo. Boo.